May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Happy Christmas! We are still in this season of celebration of the Incarnation, God with us. And although we love this image of everyone crowded in down there, sheep and shepherds, cows and camels, Mary and Joseph, and those mysterious seekers from the east, standing still in awe around the manger, the story of God's coming is moving always. It's about movement. I love the way that Nikki set the the wise men up, not even knowing what I was going to preach about. But the way the camels and the wise men are coming forward there, it implies more movement than we usually see when they're all up there together. There it is, the story that we love. This hope and this light comes into a world where power and fear and fear of losing power are also on the move. The hope and the light comes into a world where untold suffering is rampant, where greed and pride, vengeance and oppression overtake our humanity. The lectionary leaves out the verses that I read just now. The part about Herod ordering all the children under two years old to be killed. His ploy to get the wise men to come back and tell him where the newborn king was didn't work. They, we are told, were overcome by the truth of what they saw, by the love that they experienced. So they went home by another way. So Herod, the king, the one endorsed by the Roman Empire as king of the Jews, in his rage and fear at being unseated, went on a killing rampage. The slaughter of the holy innocents, the church calls this. For innocent children were killed. Fear and terror reigned in the world in spite of the babe who had just been born in life. The light is in the world, and the darkness will not overcome it. This part of the story, as disturbing and distressing as it is, is important because it reminds us that Jesus came into the world that we know. A world where fear and hunger, homelessness, war and terror and hatred seem to always be present. Granted, in some seasons louder than others, but never since the world began has peace and love reigned. So it is in the Christmas story, the whole of it, not simply the glorious night 
that we see the power of God's love breaking through. It is a story of stillness. On Christmas night, when we all stood still and sang Silent Night together, that's a moment, a moment that we love. But like all moments, fleeting. Perhaps it's a picture that we hold in our minds and in our hearts as we go forth into the world we know, the world we have, where we can bring light and seek light. Even in that first story, the shepherds did not stand around like they do in our first scene. They ran out to tell the world the things they had seen and heard about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. Magi, those first Gentiles, to see the Christ child, turned toward the east and traveled a long way home. We return to our places, these kingdoms, but no longer at ease here in the old dispensation with an alien people clutching their gods. That's T.S. Eliot in his beautiful poem, The Journey of the Magi. He imagines us, can we, that they return home transformed and no longer able to be as they were before, for they have seen the Christ, God in the flesh. So Matthew is the gospel writer who gives us the story of the Magi and of Herod's rage and the oft-neglected story of Joseph. Remember that in Matthew's account, it is Joseph who is visited by an angel in a dream at the beginning of the story. Although social custom would have had him break his engagement to Mary because she was with child, and clearly not by him, he knew that, we are told that he was a righteous man and married her anyway. The tiny detail that gets left out for me here is that Joseph, by that faithful act, becomes Jesus' father, his earthly father. The one who holds him, rocks him to sleep, tells him stories, teaches him the faith tradition, and how to build things with wood. But before all that father-son growing up can happen, Joseph needed to protect his newborn son. He needed to shelter the light of love and hope from the violence of Herod. So the Holy Family, too, is on the move. A father, a mother, their son, who, as we know, is the Son of God. The light has come into the world, powerful, life-changing, but in those moments, fragile. Sheltered under a cloak, 
sworn against the father's beating heart. Joseph takes his family to Egypt. A long journey on foot. Rugged. Perhaps several hundred miles. The father and the mother protecting their child, leaving everything behind in hope to preserve his life. A sign of the movement of God the All-Powerful to spread light and love, even in the difficult circumstances of their lives, of our lives, all the time. This is the story of the Incarnation, our Savior born into the real world, like us, fully human, and like God, fully divine. For me, Joseph in this story, as a father by choice, risking everything to protect the Son and trust it to Him, is a mirror of God the Father for each of us. As we imagine Joseph tenderly holding the babe, sheltering him in his strong arms, unable to eliminate any suffering for his child, because that's not what our human lives are, but sheltering and cultivating hope and love in the child in spite of the suffering, and never leaving him alone. That is how I know God holds us, sheltering us in love, breathing hope on us even when we are suffering and afraid, reminding us that we are always held, even when we are fleeing, sighing, crying, or dying. St. Paul tells us this too in today's epistle. He tells us that we are chosen children, adopted by God as His children from before we were born. Like Joseph, who claimed Jesus as his own before he was born, so too we, before we were born, are chosen and claimed by God our Father as His own. Good news for a Christmas day. May we go forth this day. May we go forth and live lives of movement in that spirit, in that knowledge of love and hope, along with the shepherds and the wise men and Mary and Joseph and Jesus himself. May we proclaim good news in all the journeys of our lives. Amen.